nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Live from Swansea, this is The Twilight Show with Nathan Ginn. Hello everyone, welcome to Swansea and tonight's show. We are asking, do boys need male teachers as role models? An action manly man, an alpha male, a man who cares to share, a father figure, or is it all just a little bit old-fashioned and maybe misguided? Tune in, talk it out, let's go. Live from Swansea, this is The Twilight Show with Nathan Ginn on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Hello everyone, welcome to Swansea, welcome to the Twilight Show with me, Nathan Ginn, on Teachers Talk Radio. Uh, Now, as I say in our introduction, we are going to be talking about this big boy question, this do boys need male teachers as role models and it's been a really interesting one for me and you will hear throughout the show rustling of papers because I have been looking for the evidence, I've been looking for the research, I have been trying to get underneath this thing that I have heard you know a lot in my career and I probably should put out there that yeah I am a male I am a teacher. In fact, I'm a male primary teacher. And that seems to be a rare thing, possibly. Um, Seems to be something that people are looking out for. Uh, We are going to look at some of that news, uh, some of those headlines around, you know, helping men. Should we be trying to get more men into the profession? We're going to look a little bit at that. We're going to talk also a little bit about that whole role model element of it you know we'll be asking you know do boys learn better with male teachers do uh, classrooms need more male teachers and then towards the end we'll be looking for you know if that's the case or if there is a benefit do we need to look at ways to get more men into teaching which has certainly felt like it has been a government push at times to get more men into teaching and if it's not effective, what 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 do we need to do about it then? What do we need to challenge about this this kind of I, I want to say myth myth about whether you know that boys need a man in their life? Well, as I say, you know, I wanted to start off talking about you know some of the things that I have heard over my career. Uh, I wanted to talk about, obviously, a little bit about my career, my perspective of where it's coming from. But, of course, I can see the listeners in the studio. They're live on the Podbean app with us where, you know, you can, of course, message in and send your questions to us. Uh, If you've got them, you can call in to join the conversation. Of course, if you are listening back, you can join this conversation after the fact on our Twitter feeds, finding some of the Twitter posts and joining in there. Or you can, of course, tweet us live and we can join those conversations. I will be reading out some of our listener tweets later on in the show as we uh, 
as we get through. Now, I wanted to start off by reading a reading a, a quote from a book. And the book is The Boy Question by Mark Roberts, How to Teach Boys to Succeed in School. And this is from the start of a chapter uh, that's entitled, Do Boys Need Male Teachers as Role Models? And it starts off with, what's the issue? And I'm just going to read a couple of little snippets from the start here to set the tone for our conversation tonight. Um, so what's the issue? You have a boy problem. You've seen all the statistics, especially the stark ones about working class boys, negative attitudes to schoolwork, lower attainment levels, greater involvement in crime and antisocial behaviour. Uh, you're in charge of an education system. The gap between boys and girls is becoming a chasm. You need a solution. Why are so many of them doing so badly? What's holding them back? What are they lacking? And then it hits you. Lots of these boys come from broken families. They are missing a man in their lives, a father figure, someone to look up to. And when they go to school, they're taught by female teachers. That's it. That's the answer. These lads need male teachers to act as role models, and that will be the thing that makes a difference. Now, as I say, that's from the very start of uh, chapter three, The Boy Question by Mark Roberts, and it sets the scene. And it's a really common uh, kind of tale, I think, that you were, I certainly have heard in my career. Now, I should say, you know, at the start of my career, and we will get into maybe talking about some of the gender roles, some of the toxic masculinity elements, possibly not in this show, that may be another show, because this is a big topic around it. But, you know, I will stereotype myself as best I can is I was an outdoor pursuit instructor who went into primary teaching. And I heard very early on things like, oh, you will progress quickly. And I think we have heard that in some of the tweets um, that have come as well, people talking about and, uh, you know, an anonymous DM that was sent to me um, saying that of a cohort of trainee teachers, the one who had a job at this point in the year was the male and the only male in the cohort. And you hear those things. And as a, you know, as a profession, sometimes myths linger on and we know that with some you know when we talk about learning styles and such like these these things are hard to to kill off but I heard it you know and we're talking 10 years ago but I would heard it at the start of my career that I would progress quicker because people needed a man in their school um so we should really talk about that and we'll talk about what the percentages look like now I'm going to start off with a uh, article from this academic year, I should say, but just into last year. So it was from October of last year. And this was from Sky News. And they went with the headline of men make up just three out of every 10 teacher trainees this year. Women make up 75% of all classroom teachers. And there are concerns that the gender imbalance could be affecting children's achievement. Um, and that is a, a kind of common thing we'll hear. This is not a, a new news story. As I say, there are some older ones we'll get back to looking at. But, the, you know, it is a one that has been in the news even this year. Um, so they go on to say, you know, according to figures from UCAS, three out of every 10 people starting their teacher training this year um, are men. 
uh, women already make up 75% of classroom teachers. And we also know, and you know, we'll share some when we look more at uh, primary, um, that those figures are significantly uh, more female dominated in primary school teaching as well. Um, so uh, Mary Kernock Cook, former head of UCAS and the University Admission Service, said it does seem to me that there are more male t- that more male teachers would have a positive effect on boys' education. I think probably on girls' education as well. Now that may be right at the end. Maybe you've got an opinion on that that you want to tweet in because I have heavily focused this on male role models for uh, male pupils. Um, but it was interesting some of the tweets that have come in for us about, you know, people sort of saying actually as a uh, female, um, you know, I needed male uh, male role models in my life as well. I needed, you know, men to be uh, showing those positive behaviours of a male um, in my life too. And we also had um, male teachers saying equally that actually the person who... Um, most influenced them was most influential in their education they felt was a female teacher now i asked that as a uh, as a poll as a question and the question was uh, was the teacher who made the biggest positive impact on you the same gender as you or a different gender and now if we were to believe you know and maybe this is biased by the small uh, cohort or maybe it's you know a, a different number of followers who knows but from a small twitter poll uh, same gender as you was 61 percent different gender from uh, to you was 39 percent now that to me you know maybe you feel that's significantly different that to me doesn't feel as big a swing as some of these headlines suggest you know that boys need men you know that's almost half and half you know i i don't know if i'm feeling at the moment that people there in that snapshot are reflecting and saying that that actually they do or that it was in practice a person of the same gender as them that affected them okay we'll go back to the sky news article just to have a little look at where they take it um Having more male teachers would benefit both boys and girls, she added. It seems to me that seeing gender equality in the first workplace that young people really observe must be a good thing for gender equality in later life. Now, this is a different take on it. And this is where, you know, it'd be really interesting to unpick these different elements because this obviously article is not approaching it necessarily at first from the idea that uh, boys need... uh, male role models more that we need gender equality in the workplace and seeing gender equality in the workplace will be a positive thing for them as it is um a you know the first thing they see and then they go on to share these figures about secondary and primary schools and i think these are the ones uh, that yeah really bring it into stark and when i talk about my early career and these things that people were saying this is the one that may hit people the hardest. In the average secondary school, only 37% of classroom teachers are men. In the average primary school, that figure is just 15%. So just 15% of primary school teachers are 
men. Um, I would say that is true of my experience. You know, in most schools I've been in, we would be talking about single form entry, maybe two form entry, you know, of 20 staff, maybe two are men. You know, that's about 10%, maybe three men um, of the teaching staff. The other thing that we maybe aren't going to get onto today, but maybe you have a comment on, and certainly when we get to some of the tweets people have been commenting about, is that other bit I added in there about not just, you know, being a rarity, but there would be promotion. But there would be opportunity that in some way, and the way it was described to me, that because everyone needed an equal access to this male figure, that they would be promoted up above, not being with just one class, but you know, you'd be more quickly promoted. Sometimes, and we'll see people talking about in the tweets that have come in already, and maybe in some of the comments our listeners have, people saying that you know they have seen that in action, that men or male traits are being prized in some way over perceived feminine traits and this causes a kind of imbalance in SLTs higher up being more dominantly male again really tough conversation there and slightly off our topic because as I say I'm trying to focus us on just thinking about the boys needing male teachers as role models and I will give you examples of that. As I say, this first bit, just reflecting on my experiences, uh, some of the statements that are out there. But I remember, you know, arriving at schools and at different schools and people saying that parents, this would be, saying that they were pleased to have a male teacher because their son, because he needs a man to tell him what to do. You know, and I'm framing this very carefully because there is, for me, where I, you know, I wanted to look at this research, it feels like there is a, a sexism there. You know, I'll, I'll say it, there's a gender bias there, you know, a kind of perceived historic gender role that, you know, it, it, he needs this. He needs a man, a man because a man will be authoritarian, you know, or... He will relate to a man because he likes football and men like football in a, in a way that sort of suggests that a, a female teacher couldn't like football or couldn't relate to him or a female teacher wouldn't have those qualities. So we will get onto that to look at, as I say, you know, is it any man? <laughs> you know, is it just being a man that helps? Do you have to be a manly man, an alpha male man? You know, what is it we are saying when we say that these boys need male role models will any man do and if we are saying that we are prioritizing men in some way to get them into the classroom you know does their ability to teach matter those are all questions that we're going to unpick here you know it is worth saying again that we are live so don't forget to send those questions in live we have twitter uh, pinging away live in the background as well so i'll be reading out some of those tweets as they come in. Um, we've just had one here from Miss Saeed, uh, Safe Senko Saeed uh, on Twitter saying, um, yes, but also women too, and not men for behaviour management, as some other replies suggest, although I do admit some misbehaving boys respond better to men. Same can be said for some girls responding better to women though, but as 
positive role models. Um, ah, we've got a caller calling in, and I will just, it is Noreen, I'll just invite there. And Noreen, can you hear me? Are you on the line? Let's just click again to see if I can get you to connect. There we go. Yes, hi, hi, Miff. Yeah, coming through loud and clear. How are yeah. you? I'm not too bad, thank you. I'm cooking dinner, so I've just left my kitchen and come into my my lounge in order to, so that you don't hear my cooking sounds. <laughs> By all means, you know, I accidentally had my dog next to me uh, on one of these shows and it was uh, drinking water from a bowl, bowl <laughs> which apparently sounded terrible <laughs> over the microphone, sounded really, really bad. So we are talking about, you know, just getting into that first bit about boys and male role models. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, we hear quite a lot about you can't be what you don't see. And if mm. that is true, then boys do need male role models. I wonder when you said about uh, very few men uh, opting to go for teacher training, I wonder if that's unconsciously, subconsciously in their minds when they see going to primary schools and boys see all teachers are female and subconsciously they think teaching is a female profession. Uh, yeah, certainly. And, you know, I think that was part of the, the, the UCAS statement for the from the Sky News there about, I guess, everything. Um, you know, certainly in some of the research that we've been looking at, though particularly the really early years, you know, I think the quote there was 15% of primary schools. I think it's even less in um, EYFS nurseries mm. um, that people don't see it. There's a, a you know, perceived gender that, that teaching is a female even boys who you know primary school boys or boys in in reception nursery if this they don't see a male teacher do they grow up thinking teaching isn't for me because i've never had a male teacher <laughs> yeah certainly you know i think one of the questions i would have you know let's see what you uh, you know how you take this because this is the bit that i'm struggling with most yeah. is is it any man then or, you know, I, you know, I am very different to other men that I have worked with. And certainly there are men that I've, you know, taught alongside where, you know, I have worked with rugby playing, you know, captains of the rugby team, yeah. very alpha male type men. And I have worked with uh, others completely different. And myself, I hate football, you know. Yeah what is it about the man then is it any man is it just a I think a male I, figure? I mean I, I personally would say I wouldn't say that it has to be an alpha male they've you know uh, I'd say any man who who wants to teach and is is um, is you know um, the only thing I'll judge them on is their skills at teaching everything else is secondary but let's get more men into teaching anyway and and get more men into primary teaching and it doesn't and, and let's not give them um, give them the football club to do or give, give them the PE lessons to do or give them the, the naughty boys to manage let's uh, let's treat them as we treat our female teachers okay well I'm going to ask you a question Noreen I'm going to read this out this is from the book the boy question by Mark Roberts as I said you know one of the yeah. ones that I've been reading in this is a 
it, it says that it is a job description, but there's a certain couple of bits that I, I want to focus on and see your opinion about whether you'd consider putting out a job description in this wording from what you've just said. Um, so it says, uh, Sycamore Grove Primary School, male NQT teacher for EYFS. Uh, we are seeking to recruit an inspirational male teacher who will embody the school's values of respect, reliability, trustworthiness uh, as we take the next step in our journey to becoming an outstanding provider. Popular with all colleagues, parents and children, the successful candidate will be kind, creative, emotionally intelligent, approachable, a good listener, calm, uh, possessed excellent behaviour management skills, all fine so far. I will get on to the, the kind yeah. of uh, the last bit. Um, as a keen sportsman, and a passion for coaching teams, he will exude physical strength and as such be expected to lead on outdoor learning activities? Well, um, yes. If it was just a general ad, I'll have problems with that. If the school had, you know, did not have a PE, um, now again, because they've mentioned they want a male teacher come in, I wouldn't, yeah, no, I have problems with that. Yeah, it it, yeah. it it this it. Do you know it's what I mean? And that's them, doesn't it? It if, are we getting into? Do you see what I mean? I'm I'm struggling. Yeah. To, are we getting into sexism here? Are we yeah. saying that yeah, these yeah, traits absolutely. are absolutely absolutely these strengths could only be held by a man or yeah. the the captain of the football the the captain the the you know the coach of the football team has to be a man because men like football. It's it's a really tough one, isn't it? Yeah, I would I yeah I wouldn't have I, if I. If that's, that ad had come to me as a governor, I would have said, um, you know, I would have said I have problems with that. Um, I would either have taken out the at the top where they say they need a male, leave, then have this because they might the school might be needing, you know, they might be um, a call for a football club and they don't have anybody to run, so they, that's fine. At the end, they could say, uh, you know, we especially welcome applications from male teachers that wasn't as bad but just to say they need a ma- man and then, they, then to say he needs to be able to play football uh that's that's um that's problematic for me yeah certainly you know um how do you feel and this is like a really hard one how do you feel about um you know some of the statements have come in i read one of of the ones there from miss saeed about um behavior management of um by men uh, that men in some way have it easier have been some of the comments and she was counteracting this actually and saying that's not always true but that men in some way are better at behavior management no i i think uh, behavior management anybody who goes into school who's just started teaching whether they be a man or a woman they they would have to learn behavior management it doesn't come naturally to a man it doesn't come naturally to a to a, a woman, a woman might be really good at, at behavior management, a man might not, or, or vice versa. So it's, um, again, that's stereotyping, that's because you happen to be a man, that you'll be able to control, uh, and I assume they mean control the naughty boys. Um, again, that's problematic for me. I think if all both men and female teachers can be just as good or just as bad at behavior management. Um fantastic well thank you for coming um I, i'm worried about your food at the moment yes, I, we need to... I was going to say um, i'm going to go off now and yeah. rescue my my pots and pans well thank you so thank much you. for your input um and uh, and we'll catch up again later um right okay um back to our um questions as we were talking now noreen there had a really kind of interesting point about 
you know, what is putting men off? What is putting men off, particularly um, as a, um, you know, as a primary teacher? Now, we've just had a, a, a message in in the live chat um, from Laura that says, um, I asked for help as a cover supervisor with behaviour management and was just told that it was individual and brought a book to help me. Okay, well, that is a really interesting, uh, a really interesting question there um, from Laura. I wonder, uh, you know, sharing it there for us all, you know, what do we think about behaviour management? I'd be interested in who that book was by, because certainly I know that there are some behaviour advisors. In fact, a previous show we had, um, oh, and this one I'm terrible with names, um, from Miss I Don't Give a Bleep. Um, I will have to check in on the name on that. But if you search that in our TT Radio um, search bar at TT Radio Listen Back, you'll find out Laura Bates. Um, she was talking to me very much about that, you know, when she delivers training, she very much comes from the perspective that a female, and particularly she was saying even a small female, can, can, can do behaviour management. Um, so I'd be really interested in that, Laura, if you wanted to uh, message in. Um, I, I think, ah. Oh, we were talking about why men don't want to teach. Uh, and it was brought up by Noreen there about, you know, this 15% of primary school teachers, what is stopping them? Is it that they haven't seen male teachers doing that? So they don't perceive it as a male related job, possibly. Um, so we're going to talk about this was a, uh, a blog, uh, new teachers blog, uh, written by um, Alan Newland, uh, experienced head teacher and, um, you know, has done some work with um, other organized organizations as well. Written back in 2016, but still, you know, this has a conversation that's been going on for a while. Um, uh, Laura Dickey there has uh, messaged saying the behavior book was um, yeah, a Sue Cowley book. So interesting, you know, we do get female perspectives on behavior management as well. Not one I'm uh, massively familiar with myself, um, but certainly it is interesting that we are getting those both sides of the spectrum. Behavior management isn't just coming from a male perspective for male teachers to behavior management. Um, so let's have a look at what Alan Newland said about why don't men want to teach. Uh, now he talks about uh, it's not true, of course. Some do. Uh, I did for many years, but the reality is that the teaching profession in the UK is overwhelmingly female, and he gives stats of about seventy-two percent. Again, the Sky News article was quoting it at seventy-five percent. Uh, he says in primary education it's even worse, over ninety percent. Uh, and again, that's reflected the Sky News article more recently, 2021, was saying that it is around 15% uh, are men in primary. So maybe a slight improvement there, but certainly not equitable. Uh, it says, when I was with the uh, General Teaching Council, where we registered qualified teachers and monitor trends, uh, we got to the point in 2009 where there was only one qualified practicing male nursery teacher in the whole of England. And that is where we get to extreme, I think, you know, where we, um, that is more than an imbalance. That, you know, that is, what is happening there? So he says, I asked the question, why don't men want to teach? Uh, but you don't have to go far for the answer. Ask any man training to be a teacher, as I do, he says. Um, and they will tell you that teaching is a largely feminized 
profession, he says, with so-called soft skills of communication, empathy and emotional intelligence um, being considered better developed or honed in females. Uh, you know, I would challenge that. The Well, I would agree that there is a perception of it. I would challenge if it was actually, you know, true of all when we when we take it out to that level. Um, he says as well, of course, I contest all of that. Uh, and he says, I think it's rubbish. But there, you know, he says that the, the things that he believes are putting men off from becoming teaching. He believes them to be uh, the perceived uh, uh, female uh, skill set that is required to do teaching. A fear of what people will think uh of your reasons for wanting to work with young children a fear that it is an inappropriate choice for a male to want to work with young children and a fear that there would be uh potential questions raised about it um now those would be his views it'd be interesting to get yours why do you think uh men don't want to go into teaching is it a career thing is it a perceived um uh, role thing you know is it that they're doing other things why is it particularly in primary that men aren't going into teaching uh, Laura has texted in in the chat just saying that the secondary school I worked at was a boys club only certain male heads of house and deputy heads of house now that would reflect something that we did talk about earlier and I don't know if we'll be able to get onto fully about the promotional element of this you know I reflected myself that there was a perception when I started I was told that I would become a you know a senior leader very quickly in primary school because I was a man and very openly they felt that they could state that and that was someone as part of the training you know a person in initial teacher training saying that hey you will that's the way it is um, and that seems to persist you know whether that is right or wrong or whether people are doing it for the right or wrong reasons we will get on to um after a little bit of a break a catch-up we've got some amazing ads to listen to um and i will see you on the other side where yeah we're going to look at really 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 does the research back up that idea that boys will learn better for men so i'll see you in just a second uh, don't forget to keep sending in those texts This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Introducing Uplearn. Uplearn is an online curriculum learning resource for A-levels that improves student outcomes whilst reducing teacher workloads. Teachers use Uplearn to facilitate independent learning and consolidation of classroom material. Over 150 schools have seen grade improvements with Uplearn, including St Paul's Girls School, Michaela Community School and ARC Schools. Book a demo at uplearn.co.uk 
and quote TTR for 10% off. That's Uplearn. U-P-L-E-A-R-N dot co dot UK. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. Live from Swansea, this is The Twilight Show with Nathan Ginn on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Hello everyone, welcome to Swansea, welcome to The Twilight Show on Teachers Talk Radio uh, this Wednesday and we are talking about boys. Do boys need male teachers as role models? Uh, now, oh, you know, this is a like I am really excited about this show because like I will be honest I have read a lot and I don't know what I think you know hopefully you will help me we'll find a way together we will find as you know an answer together um we've had loads of people uh, calling in already we've had texts in as well and on our twitter as well we were just talking about um those figures for men in teaching you know the fact that 75% of the workforce in teaching is female um that this year this academic year only 3 out of every 10 uh trainee teachers are going to be male um, we also talked about how in primary school at the moment it's only 15% and we even heard um, from one of the blog articles by Alan Newland who was talking about his time at the General Teaching Council where uh, in 2009 there was only one qualified practicing male nursery teacher in the whole of England. Um, wow. Is what I would say. Now, is it a good, you know, is this good? Is this bad? Uh, we talked a little bit with Noreen when she called in about being able to be what you can see. And maybe particularly younger down, if boys, young men aren't seeing male teachers doing those caring professions as they they are maybe considered more in the early years. Um, maybe uh, that's what it is. <sighs> We've said there were some other factors as well in the book, uh, The Boy Question by Mark Roberts. 
he says, for early year settings, where in England it's just 2 to 3% of EYFS teachers are male, he suggests that some of the factors there are low pay, status of the job, and again, this fear of false child abuse allegations, people questioning why a male wants to work with children. And that is a really tough one. I don't know if we'll get onto that. As I say, I don't know if we'll be able to get onto stereotypes. We've had a little bit of a talk earlier on about does it have to be a manly man? Does it have to be an alpha male kind of man? Is it any man? Well, let's talk about uh, do. Do they? Does it have an impact? And the one I want to start off with, the thing I want to start off by looking about, uh, oh no, I'll tell one more thing actually, because it's just coming. Um, Kevin Walker on Twitter has said, and Kevin does say he is now retired after after becoming a head teacher. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm judging, making a judgment that this was a while ago. And he says he once had a HMI uh, visit because he was an infant school teacher and a man. Um, they literally sort of were wanted to see this, you know, rare sight, this rare unicorn of a male infant school and nursery teacher. Um, you know, as I say, you know, we've talked a little bit about that. So let's go on to do boys need male role models? Now, remember, if you've got a point, we are live and we're live for that reason so that you can message in, you can tweet us, you can text us, you can even call us. Uh, to share your thoughts on it. Now, the bit that I wanted to go with first is an article uh, from 2016, again, at the Huffington Post. Uh, they were running a... Oh, we've got another caller in, Blasky. Let's just see if we can put you through. Uh, and we will see. Uh, it's not connecting there. Uh, I'm afraid I'm not sure quite what's going on, uh, but maybe we will get to talk to someone else in a bit. Now, um, as I say, uh, the Huffington Post was running a month-long focus around masculinity in the 21st century. They went on to look at all kinds of things that men face around identity, uh, but also part of that was looking at this idea of, is it important to ask what kind of male involvement is healthy for boys? Uh, some boys... And young men suffer not from an absence of male role models, but from an excess of limiting and destructive role models. And therefore, we shouldn't assume that any male role model is better than none. And this would be my question. You know, they say for many years, anxiety has been growing around the position of boys and young men, impact on society as a whole, concerns about educational underachievement, poor mental health, detachment from the labour market, uh, involvement in offending and antisocial behaviour, and particularly this affecting different groups of men, specifically from low-income background, which is where I would say I've heard it most commonly talked about, and a kind of public fear of disorder and disrespect and delinquency. We've had a text in from Laura just saying, I had a really toxic head of house who told a child that calling another student, uh, they would have kicked, oh, okay, yeah, homophobic language used by... Um, yeah, and possibly, you know, I'm hoping, in fact, I know uh, I've got penciled in for on the 30th, a whole show dedicated to talking about addressing toxic masculinity and some of those languages. And so that would be a really interesting. Laura, 
you know get in touch because it'd be great to hear some of your stories for that one when we you know when we're dedicating it to that such a big topic this you know men and male role models back to the huffington post though for now as i say that these public fears of disorder and disrespect and delinquency um it's often argued that positive role models are absent from the home absent from schools as we've you know we've sort of heard in the media and that involving more men in young men's education is the key here to solving these difficulties they face. We know that, you know, Michael Gove, David Cameron were doing speeches about this around this time period. Um, a common sense view, and unfortunately, it's like a lot of common sense, I would say, is really simplistic, oversimplistic, and a lack of clarity about who or what is this role model you know is it someone you respect someone you follow or look up to you want to be like is it someone that you're close to a parent or relative uh, is it somebody who's distant like a, a tv person a sports or music personality what are we saying when we say you know how do we unpick that how do we get beyond this uh you know idea of just it needs to be a male now, again, the article goes on to talk about uh, evidence that boys are growing up without fathers uh, and whether that harms them or not, and it being unconvincing. Now, this again is reflected uh, in the boy question by Mark Roberts, where he looks at it from the other angle of saying, OK, let's take this and how effective is it? Uh, he gives the examples of a 20 stent. 2010 study by Lam et al. 5,000 grade 4 students in Hong Kong saw no evidence that boys improve their reading when taught by men. You know, so pinning it down to that academic. Uh, in a 2008, Carrington et al. found no teacher gender effect on attainment data and pupil attitudes in British primary schools. Again, in the same year, uh, Marshall found little or no evidence to support the idea that boys will be more motivated by a male than a female teacher in secondary school math, science, English classes. And then there was an international review on gender in education in 2007 that indicated that the gender of teachers had little, if any, effect on the achievement of pupils. Now, I take you back then, or forward in this case, because we've dropped all the way back to sort of the uh, 2010 or the early 2000s. I take you forward in time to 2016, where we are starting to hear from uh, a BBC article referencing Teach First as a charity, saying that classroom needs more male teachers, charity says. Quoting again these Department for Education statistics that, you know, uh, 26% of teachers in England are men, 15% of primary school teachers are men. Uh, and this was to mark World Teachers Day and for Teach First were coming out to say more men need to consider a career in the sector. Um, they took a male teacher's view. And if you are listening and you are a male teacher, I would love to get your views. Don't forget you can call in, you can text in. It'd be really interesting to talk to you about it and hear your opinions. Obviously, I can give mine as a male teacher, but it's about more than that. It's about kind of looking at it uh, from more perspectives. Um, and this male teacher, a Jack Green, second year teach first, uh, 
participant in a primary school in East London, um, said that working in a female-dominated profession had not put him off. He said, I'm extremely lucky to have worked in schools full of experienced, professional and supportive female staff members. The issue is not with the amount of women in the job, but the lack of males who are motivated to want to teach. My main motivation in joining the profession was to be a positive role model to children in a school I work in. Unfortunately, a whole part of the inequality facing our country at the moment is that many children are left without a positive male role model at home. And this is my question. I have read out statistics from 10 years prior to this where we are saying that having a male teacher, in that sense, having a male teacher doesn't, from that data anyway, improve educational outcomes. We have looked at whether you know, or we have considered whether men, or we believe that men ha- are going to be better at dealing with behaviour. You know, there are quite high profile now female advisors, although it, I would suggest, in my opinion, it's still more male dominated as far as authors and advisors go. But there are certainly uh, high profile females giving advice on behaviour, writing books. And in fact, Laura, one of our listeners, shared one of those books in the messages. Um, and, you know, that we don't think it's behaviour. But we are still saying here, we are still saying that we need men as role models in the classroom. I think at this point, it's probably good for us to go to the tweets. Um, I will go through some of the comments and I want to start with this one. Okay. Uh, This one uh, is probably my my favorite of a tweet because I, I you know I can understand this and I get this uh, Miss Wilson says on Twitter a great topic uh, yes we do my son had a male teacher for a while and it made a big difference to his whole outlook that's amazing and you know well done to that teacher and um, she goes on to say um, I would at I would add to that that I think it's important to note he had no male role model in his life. So having one at school was massive for him. He still talks about that teacher now. And I I feel that, and that is a powerful and honest personal story. The thing that I question is, you know, do we, are we anecdotally putting this in place? Are we... Uh, using words like role model when we possibly mean something else. If we are saying that the you know there aren't many men in teaching, we want more men in teaching, and this is why. But boys don't learn necessarily learn better with male teachers. Boys aren't necessarily behaved better with male teachers. What is it that we want? And I think that's the bit for me that I think we are not clear about. So we will go through some of our tweets that we've had in, as I say. Um, Nick Underhill on Twitter, Nick Underhill 4, um, said, again, I was told by a lead teacher when I was in NQT at secondary that I'd never be SLG. I'm assuming I'm inferring that senior leadership group um, at that school unless I bought a blue suit and grew a pair. Wow. Okay. You know, that's 
to me strikes as language i would not want to be hearing that you know uh that school is now led by a female principal you know well done uh, you know three female vps and i'm an ap uh albeit in a blue suit wonderful um and it's a you know at, at its part oh sorry ap at its partner school um now this comes down to are we gender stereotyping in that promotion i think there's a whole nother show on that i think that's a massive thing but i've heard it and in your comments when i raise this as a question it's worth reflecting on do you see men being over promoted call in text us in let us know what you're thinking or of course tweet us and, and i'll be reading them out um we have um and this is a hard one uh, for me to pronounce um it is etak uh, nipsa as the username e-t-a-k-n-i-p-s-a and this i think is you know i don't want to oh HB history. I'm reading it backwards, aren't I? Thank you for that in the messages. Kate Aspin, uh, username is backwards on my screen. I've read it backwards. Uh, who said, and you know, I, I don't want to put Noreen's mouse, but she did say something similar that all people need to be represented in the workforce. And is it actually about that? It is a societal issue. It is not about increased attainment. It's not the, about better. Um, better reading scores it's not about better behavior it's not that we need a you know a manly man and i know you know particularly at points there was a fear a misperception maybe of the troops to teaching uh scheme that was put in which was a wonderful scheme and i know people who you know took part in that and became excellent teachers off the back of it but there was a uh a fear within it that that was about putting authoritarian males into the classroom um but is it actually about having representation and that's where i think maybe there is there an answer to my question about what kind of man it needs to be well it needs to be every kind of man what do you think do you think you know i know sometimes as teachers we are putting on an act but does it need to be you know there should be a uh, a man who's great at art, a man who's great at dancing. Well, we should just be who we are. Is that the answer? Do we need to stop aspiring to this role model? Is the word role model the problem? As I say, I don't know for sure, and I'm hoping to find out by the end of this with your help. I'm hoping we'll get there. Um, it's such an interesting topic for us. Um, Jeff. Harmon uh, tweeted in to say, it's an observable fact that male teachers in the UK state maintained primary sector are few and far between. I've been in schools where the only other bloke is the caretaker and schools with female caretakers, but I've not personally received preferential treatment. And this is a hard one because I recognise that I possibly am sitting on a, you know, uh, a point of privilege here you know not a, you know i am a white male um, and i'm a primary school teacher and i was told that i would be promoted rapidly because of the male aspect and i was promoted rapidly my experience of primary school teaching in england was from nqt to deputy head and doing my headship training within five years 
and that is an incredibly rapid progress. Um, some would say too rapid, you know. Um, but is that the expectation for men? If it is for men, then why for men? Is that a gender issue? Is it because we need more male role models? I was told it was because people wanted men. But actually, is it? You know, I, I guess I'm, I'm picking up... <laughs> Are we saying things that are true? Are we saying things that we think are true? It's a really tough one to unpick. Now, I just want to get through a couple more tweets. Um, and so, um, Elizabeth Rowan on Twitter, uh, in response to the original tweet, said, yes, especially in early years, nursery, preschools, because they are great role models who children look up to. And it is recognised developmentally. Unfortunately, it's rare to find men working in early years environments due to the historical negative stigma. It's time this changed. Now that again, you know, uh, we know that in the um, the book, The Boy Question by Mark Roberts, he was talking about two to three percent in these early years settings. Um, we know that in our blog by Alan Newland, he said at one point in 2009, there was just one qualified practising male nursery teacher in the whole of England. Now I asked, and well, in that case, do you think schools should prioritise male applicants or is there another way? And, you know, obviously a considered response here from Elizabeth, which was really appreciated. Um, she said, it's not about priority. It's getting men to apply in the first place. In early years, breaking down the stigmas and encouraging men to apply for those roles without fear of being accused or assumed of having negative intentions by parents, carers, other staff, and actively challenging these. Um, that reflects, again, some of those things where we were talking about, you know, this negative stigma attached to it. Noreen is messaging saying society needs to change too. A man taking a child to the park, etc., gets asked questions women don't. And I think that is a really sad thing to happen. You know, I I reflect on my own uh, experience as a male teacher and how I felt. You know, and my experience of it maybe is different. I came into teaching after working with children prior to it. So I was working in outdoor ed and I remember very clearly as part of my outdoor ed induction, the company policy, for want of a better word, was a certain approach that we had to having photographs with the children. Now, you can imagine if, uh, you know, children away on holiday, we were cool. We, oh God, you know, I say I was young. We were cool and, and young. I've gone all misty eyed. Um, but um, we... Um, we used to take the photos. Um, so I would always have my thumbs up above my shoulders and I'm doing it now. I know you can't see me. We are on radio, um, but I would have my thumbs up above my shoulders. So above the children's around head height, but above their shoulders, but clearly visible. And this was something that it, we were advised to do. Uh, I can't remember if they advised it to all staff, but certainly as male members of staff at a point we were advised to do that, that would, you know, when taking a photo, do that just to be on the safe side, keep your hands high, uh, you know, and, and, and so I had experience. I wasn't necessarily worried about that. I have never had those kind of things said to me myself, those questions raised to me myself. I've not heard them. 
I'm sure people have. If you have, um, it'd be really interesting to hear those. Remember, you can text us, you can call in. Um, but I do fully accept that there is a fear of it, you know, and I think that is a thing. And I wonder if that actually is what um, our text there from uh, Elizabeth Rowan is saying, is that actually we need to attack the fear of it. Not that it's even a real thing, but that if there is a fear of it, we need to address the fear of it as well. Um, now, uh, my final one before, uh, you know, we, we take a little break uh, to hear the news. And there's some great news, by the way. Uh, there's a little bit about Wales in there we'll talk about afterwards. You know, we are here in Cymru at the moment, but a great bit of news from Wales. Um, from Chris Allison, who says, actually, you know, do boys need male role models? Only as much as girls need women, what both need is positive role models. And in my experience, primary tends to be dominated by women and senior met by men, especially when it comes to senior management. Now, are we then, if we are not putting positive role models in place, are we inadvertently going too far? And as Noreen suggested right at the start of the show, when you know she called in to share her opinions with us, said, well, you can't be what you can't see. Have we gone too far? And I'd love to hear your opinions on it. Have we gone too far? And if all of the head teachers are male, are we then saying to our female students that actually the people in charge are the men? And and, and does it wait too far in that way? It's such a hard topic, particularly on that. In fact, I think, you know, certainly we're going to talk about toxic masculinity, as I say, in a show, hopefully on the 30th. But I think we need to talk about, you know, gender bias in leadership roles as well really interesting now as i said we are going to pop the to the news uh, and the tech briefing i'll say a great bit listen in listen out for a sh uh, you know and a shout out to wales in the news uh, a really great story we'll talk about it a little bit and why i'm so pleased with it when we get back on the other side we'll see you then This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Introducing Uplearn. Uplearn is an online curriculum learning resource for A-levels that improves student outcomes whilst reducing teacher workloads. Teachers use Uplearn to facilitate independent learning and consolidation of classroom material. Over 150 schools have seen grade improvements with Uplearn, including St Paul's Girls School, Michaela Community School and ARC Schools. Book a demo at uplearn.co.uk and quote TTR for 10% off. That's Uplearn, U-P-L-E-A-R-N.co.uk. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure that Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com.
If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. In Wales, new funding, believed to be around £15 million, will allow free school meals to be extended over the summer holidays. This comes on top of the already announced investment of hundreds of millions of pounds to expand free school meals to all primary school children. First Minister Mark Drakeford said, Today's announcement does include £22.5 million to extend free school meals during the school holidays through the Easter holiday and right through to the end of the summer holiday this year as well. That, once again, is money that goes directly to those families who will struggle the most in the face of the cost of living crisis. In Scotland, 1,324 school leavers from East Dumbartonshire went on to work, training or further study. These latest figures from the Scottish Government show a 6% rise in the number of positive destinations for young people, up to 98.6%, the highest in Scotland. Rona Mackay, MSP for Strathkelvin and Bearstown said, I'm delighted that an incredible 98.6% of pupils across Eastern Bartonshire are going on to positive destinations, whether that be work, training or further study. This is a record-breaking, nation-leading figure and is a testament to the incredible work both our teachers, educators and pupils are carrying out in our communities. The transition for young people from school to adulthood is vital and the SNP is committed to getting this right for every young person across Scotland, no matter what their background. The figures were released last week in the Scottish Government's summary statistics for attainment and initial leavers destinations. March the 1st is National Offer Day in England, where primary children find out if they got into the secondary school of their choice. If children miss out on their first choice school, the decision can be appealed. The government website states, the admission authority for the school must allow you at least 20 school days to appeal from when they send the decision letter. The admission authority will set a deadline for submitting information and evidence to support your appeal. 
If you submit anything after the deadline, it might not be considered and may result in delays to your hearing. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, today I'm responding to a tweet from Michelle Stevens at M underscore Stevens Zero, pointing out to at Team English One that a lot of people don't know about the snipping tool, and she was compiling a list of shortcuts. The thread sparked a lot of fantastic responses and inspired today's Two Minute Tech. Today, I present Getting Snippy With It. In Windows, a simple shortcut combo of Windows plus Shift plus S opens the snipping tool. The snipping tool is like an advanced version of print screen. After the combo key press, a small menu appears giving you five options. Rectangle select, which is draw a box around what you want, freeform select which is draw a shape around what you want, window select which is pick the window you want to capture, screen select which captures the full screen or replication of the print screen button. Some may say there's no point to this but stay tuned, there is. Finally there's a cross to close and pressing escape can do the same thing. If you have an interactive board you can pin snip and sketch to your taskbar, right click the icon and select pin to taskbar. Now you can press it to make screen grabs and not have to go over to the keyboard. Snip and sketch also gives you the ability to annotate on a screenshot. To make this even more powerful did you know pressing Windows and V shows your last 25 captures to your clipboard? The first time you use this, you'll need to switch on the feature by pressing Windows and V and agreeing to switch it on. Now you can take several screen captures and then paste them into the app you're presenting with. This can be very time efficient. For this week's visual version of the episode, I've made a series of clips and given some real life examples of using the snipping tool. So don't forget to check out TT Radio 2020 Twitter feed. I'm Steve Woods and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Live from Swansea, this is The Twilight Show with Nathan Ginn on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Boradar Palb, Kroisoi Abitawi. Hello everyone, welcome to Swansea. Welcome to Teachers Talk Radio on this Wednesday evening here in sunny South Wales. It hasn't been sunny, it's been raining. It's almost always raining, I should say that. I like I, I probably mention it at least once a show that I honestly have never, it's like living in a cloud sometimes I would say that it is like living in a cloud love South Wales particularly love that one week of the year where it's sunny and I get to go to the beach the rest of the time it is beautiful but yep uh raining as always um we have been talking about do boys need male teachers as role models we started off looking at you know some of those data that data some of those numbers around 75 percent of the teaching profession is female only 15 percent of primary school staff are male you know how you know two percent of early years uh professionals uh, early years teachers and professionals are uh, male that balance we talked a little bit about uh, you know promoting that and then we got into the the why do we need to what is it we're saying when we say boys need male role models um we talked a little bit about the barriers and i think you know that is probably something uh, 
that most worries me about it because it is not the barriers that people are saying or people believe to be barriers are things that I don't recognize from inside the profession. Okay, this idea that allegations might be thrown around because you're a man who is working with young children, I don't recognize that. And I, and I will say that what I do recognize is um, being valued. And I will tell you, uh, this is a, a story, this is a, a message, I will paraphrase some of it, that I received um, last night um, on, uh, this was actually on, on social media, uh, but but privately. And it, you know, it just started off, but, you know, hi, random question, were you a teacher at this school? I recognise the name, so yeah, hi, yeah, it is Mr. Ginn, you, you found me. A child I taught maybe 10 years ago. Okay, back in primary school, a, a boy, as it as it would happen, um, said uh, he goes on to say, "Is you? I found you. I know that these may seem this may seem very random. I appreciate that as a primary school teacher, you may not receive much feedback from your actual students. Um, I can genuinely say you were one of the best teachers I have ever had. Looking back at the way you taught us and worked with us, you're an incredible teacher and role model." I still have like some of the stuff that, that, that we made in class. Um, he does go on to bring up some of my more unconventional uh, teaching things, which I will share. I remember you bringing in your own drum set to allow us children to play and experiment on. Yeah, I did. I Yeah, as a primary school teacher, I had a dr full uh, session drum kit in the corner that they used to play um and guitars and things um i still remember like you know doing these fun interesting things um and yeah and that is what i as a male recognize of teaching boys and when we talk about impact and okay so i have taught a, a, a vast number of children and that is one but that is one who has reached out and said thank you for being a role model and maybe I need to take back everything I've said so far I said at the start I didn't know where we were going with this and I don't know what the answer is and maybe I do need to take back what I've said and maybe we do need more visible male figures of different types and all shapes and sizes and you know opinions maybe we do need them because that is one story and I shared one story from Miss Wilson says but when I take it down to one story levels and I ignore that the hard data, uh, you know, sort of shared by Mark Roberts in the boy question of, you know, this 2010 study that says uh, there was no evidence that having a male teacher improved boys reading. Is it not about that? Um We've had a message in just from Laura there. Um, I also had trouble with male banter in terms of both pupils and staff, with staff making jokes, male uh, member. Uh, okay, really interesting comments there. You know, I think uh, some of those things, certainly when we get on to, you know, on the 30th, as I say, we're hoping to have a toxic masculinity, and I really want to talk about banter in that. If there is one word I really dislike, it is banter, and certainly... But for now, and I, you know, I'm, I'm conscious that we're coming to the end and I want us to get to the end together with an idea of things that we could do going forward. And the BBC, uh, even in 2018, was sharing uh, four ways to get more men teaching kids. Uh, they start with there need to be more male role models. This role model word uh, for children in early years education says the NHT, N-A-H. 
N-A-H-T, as they're only 3% in that field. And we've talked about those numbers. The things they say, and these were brought up in the tweets by some of our listeners, uh, challenge the stigma. It's not just for women. Uh, The uh, James Bowen, an ex-head now director, or at this time director of the NAHT, said, I think there's a deep-seated culture issue. Because of that, men don't see men doing it, so they don't consider early years as an option. And that's something that Noreen raised when she called in. If we're not seeing it, uh, how do we become it? Maybe we don't assume that it's a thing. Um, Another suggestion for them is more money, salaries and bursaries. Uh, And this, again, is focused at early years, but that is where it is most extreme. Uh, And they suggest that there are, we need to incentivize men into the job. Uh, It's about getting word out there and challenging public image again, they say. You know, in the early years of your life, they're the most important and people working there are still on minimum wage. I would 100% agree with that. We, you know, increasing payment there, low paid jobs. And certainly, you know, we were finishing off our Welsh baccalaureate in school today uh, where some of the children were doing a project on gender inequality in the workplace. And the, um, you know, the data that shows that women are more likely to be employed in lower paid jobs. You know, certainly the work that early year staff are doing and you can listen back last week i was talking to keep uh keep ey's unique um on my show and you can listen back to that one at tt radio slash listen back and we were talking about the importance of this stage in development and uh, so that was number two we'll go on to number three of their tips uh gender diversity targets and training uh, this is Jeremy Davis from the Fatherhood Institute think tank saying it's not just about the chat, uh, the uh, salary. There's a institutionally sexist, he suggests, uh, uh, on several fronts. And action needs to be taken to address that. I think the thing for me, as we've seen, is that we are unclear on the why. We have started all of this with an idea that there need to be male uh role models but we're not clarifying what for you know if the evidence is saying that you know it's not necessarily going to improve attainment why do we need them if we're saying that behaviorally we don't think it's going to improve behavior or it isn't just men who have to deal with behavior what are we doing it for Uh, their last one which you know i agree possibly for early years is they suggest changing the job name now obviously that's not going to work for all of us maybe you know i like being called a teacher i have no issue with being a teacher but all of those don't get to our issue. And I think for me, we go back to where we started a little bit this with the boy question by Mark Roberts and that chapter three, which I, you know, I recommend reading, having a go through because I have skimmed it and I've paraphrased and I have, you know, ad-libbed around it. And he says, male teacher role model is problematic. Because unless paying conditions improve, we're unlike, we are unlikely to be able to recruit enough men to fit that role. He says, children very rarely view teachers as role models. And admittedly, I've read out a tweet there of some uh, a, a, a message that a pupil has sent me saying that I am a role model. We've talked about, you know, we've had messages from uh, listeners saying that they they believe that their child has seen a teacher as a role model. 
but it it would appear that actually they are you know more likely to see Paddington Bear on CBBC as a role model than they are their teacher and maybe we need to just accept that as a profession and say do you know what even though we spend a significant amount of time with them maybe they won't look up to us in that way maybe they're still going to be looking up to a character from Ninjago or giving examples of is very clearly about the kind of things I watch with my boys on telly um is you know nobody can agree on the desirable qualities that this ideal male role model has anyway well if we're unsure of what it is if we're saying you know it's not an alpha male but it is a male but it can't be a female but the character traits aren't gender specific it's very confusing we don't know what we want um even when we have uh, an expectation of that sometimes, and this is where, you know, we'll talk in the future about toxic masculinity, these male role models can be harmful. If we're talking about a real man, a man's man, a action man, you know, is, is that actually a harmful stereotype that we are putting out there for the pupils that we need to consider first? He goes on to say, obviously, male teachers aren't able to be surrogate parents. I started teaching late, some teachers will be starting teaching uh, in their early 20s and may not have a family for their, of their own. May not, I certainly wasn't ready to have a family at that age. You know, I wasn't mature enough. I was mature enough to be a teacher, but, you know, was I ready to be a parent, you know, or a surrogate parent to 30 children? That's a really tough ask. And it, is it in the job description? And the, the final one there that he raises an issue with it is that, you know, there's little evidence, as we've said, that this is going to improve academic performance, attitudes to learning. We've seen that across the board. You know, we are saying it. We're not backing it with evidence. So what do we do? He suggests we stop talking about role models. I would suggest that too. You know, I will take a personal stance on this now. I have at times found it offensive to myself to be labelled in that way that I am only there as a male role model. I've worked incredibly hard to train as a teacher. I've crafted my profession, my pedagogy. I've considered my lesson plans. And if I'm just there as a male figurehead because they need a man in their life, that's disappointing for me. And it's not what I want to be. There may be people who do want that role. Maybe it is something that we do in a different way. I don't know. He also says, be yourself. And this I love. Forget the alpha male. Forget the, we need a man because he needs to be leading the rugby team. Forget it. You know, I I work with women who would absolutely destroy me on the rugby field, Some, you know, in in some schools. Uh, It is not, we're being, we're assigning gender roles to things that, you know, why can't I be myself? I don't like football. If a school employs me as a man because they think that I can relate to boys about football and talk about Chelsea and Arsenal, I can't. I don't watch it. It's not who I am. And asking me to be different. And this is where he leads on to his final point. And, you know, bringing us to a close. Avoid being pigeonholed. We all adopt a persona as teachers. We all pretend to be Uh, sometimes something that we're not or an elevated version of ourselves an exaggerated version of ourselves let's consider that because am I pigeonholing myself to only ever deal with tough boys 
who have tough behavior because I'm a tough man and it need you know it's we are all so much more than that and I think that's why I find it in some ways disappointing or offensive to think of me in that way and that's not to undermine anyone's personal experience of it you know I've shared one of mine where I, I would like to think I have been that to certain children throughout my career and I've shared some of our listeners tweets where they are saying that that is something that has happened I'd like to think it is not all we are and I would like to think that maybe one day I'll get a message from a young lady who I taught you know 10 20 years ago to say actually you were a role model for me as a young lady and I'd like to think that hopefully uh my sons when they grow up will respect and admire the women in their lives as much as the men and i think for me that is where we draw it to a close it's been great having you in the chat there i see laura's messaging again just saying yeah reiterating that not only men can deal with tough boys a good relationship. She found she had good relationship with troublesome male kids. It's more about the relationship you can build with them. And that's what I hear echoed so much by people at the moment. I think the sad thing for me, you know, to Laura and to all our listeners is that maybe, and this is where I would agree, we need to address misconceptions or uh, perceptions of teachers is that I haven't always heard that from parents and the wider community. I think internally, we might say that and internally, uh, you know, these things that they say are putting off teachers, uh, male teachers, I have not experienced internally within the profession. But if we are hearing them externally, you know, we are not an island in our school. We are part of a culture and a community and, you know, we need to maybe address it there. Now, thank you all so much for listening in. It is drawing to a close. We are going to head to close music. And as I say, uh, you know, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all the contributions on Twitter, on live. We are Teachers Talk Radio and we are live for that reason. So you can join in and ask questions. Uh, don't forget, later on tonight, we've got the Late Late Show with Toby and Ed. If you missed it this morning, uh, we had James Clark and I was listening in. He was talking about careers uh, before teaching. He talked a little bit about those gender roles as well and making sure, you know, we are showing what everything that someone can be uh obviously there was harry on the drive home just before me i missed it i was setting up everything getting all my papers ready but i will be listening back talking science and philosophy you can check it out on the podcasts on podbean uh, apple music amazon even your alexa if you ask it to play it it will do it um, and you can of course find them and search them if you're looking for a particular topic go to that tt radio slash listen back website and you can type in there in the search bar, science, ELT, or even put Harry in, and it will search for it. It will bring up all of his episodes. No, forget that. Type in Nathan, bring up all of mine, and listen to some of those past ones. Jane was on on the morning break as well, talking about mentoring. Fantastic stuff. We're here all day, every day, real teachers, having real talk with real teachers. Um, good night, Nostar, and we'll see you again. Good night. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.